Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. I'm Mark Mayfield, and with me are my fearless co-hosts, Meredith Cummings and Andrew Deere. And Andrew, we missed you last week. I'm back. How was Vegas, Andrew? It was so much fun. It was awesome. <laughs> I'm yeah. not going to tell you what I did, but it yeah, was great. Yeah, of course, because well, it stays in Vegas. Absolutely. Yeah, it stays in Vegas. Well, I've had some experiences that stayed in Vegas, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a feeling you didn't go to Vegas. You slipped into the Vandy game somewhere. This is your kind of game, you know. You yeah. Sort of, you're, you're, a, you're a small game guy. Right. You, you I'm, got a yeah. Yeah, I'm an game. SEC East of course, small game guy. You go to big ones too. You were at the Florida game what, was, two weeks ago. I was at the Florida Tennessee game, unfortunately. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so. Hey, and look, we've got a great guest today. Can't wait uh, to talk uh, to Tom Ehrenberg, who is the former sports editor of the Birmingham News, also a former news editor of the Birmingham News, has taught untold amount of journalists, is an instructor here now in the uh, Department of uh, Journalism and Creative Media. And uh, and Tom, hey, welcome to have you here. It's, it's fantastic to, that you're here and appreciate you playing along with us today on Skybox. I'm happy to do it. Thank you for the invitation, Mark. Thank you. Thanks. Good to, good to be here. And uh, how's everything going with you? It's going great. I'm grading papers. You want to help me do that? <laughs> I know that feeling, yeah. Just in the studio so far, I've learned things about Tom that I didn't know, and I've been working with him for a long time. I had I, He's a, a, what, Blues fan, hockey? He's from St. Louis. St. Louis, Blues fan, yeah. St. Louis Cardinal fan. Good night last night. Tom's yeah. right. Really, with today, the yeah. Dodgers out of the way, no one to stop the Cardinals from going to the World Series the way I see it. Well, you may be right. That was crazy with the Dodgers game, right? I mean, that was, uh, I didn't watch it, but I saw some of the replays on that one as well. But yeah, congrats with St. Louis. You and George Brown both, you know, our, our Big Ten correspondent, George Brown. Loves, he loves the Cardinals. Oh, he's a huge Cardinals guy. And uh, so uh, that uh, that worked out pretty well. Andrew is you know? weeping in the corner about the Braves. Today. Yeah, lots okay. of, lots of, I know, lots Lots of right. angst for Braves fans. I'm not. A, I wouldn't say I'm an Atlanta sports fan, but I do follow and I really enjoy the Braves. But man, Atlanta sports fans have been crushed yeah. for decades now. Uh, and so that last night just was another notch on the belt. I know. I, know. I had an exchange in class the other day. I had a student in the very back row, so I could kind of partially see his shirt and I thought it was a New York Yankees jersey but I wasn't sure and I pointed at him and I said Yankees and he nodded and I said eh Red Sox and pointed to myself <laughs> and he gave me the universal what are you gonna do sign you know it's like we'll just have to agree to disagree That's in class right. and move on from there. I know I know well hey I was I remember I, I lived in Atlanta during the uh, 90, uh, 90 you know I was at the 91 worst to first year and mm -hmm. all that and then the disappointment that they lost it they kept losing it I think they finally won it in 95. They did over the Cleveland Indians, but uh, uh, but that's about it for them in yeah. terms of the World Series, you know. But hey, I always said, hey, they always had the Cubs who never won anything, and finally they broke through and did. A right. friend of mine who's a huge Cubs fan said during that time, you know, like anybody can have a cold streak. I'm like, yeah, you hadn't won it since 1918 <laughs> or something, but then, they did. And then they won and ruined everything. Right. There was nothing they, special just, about being a Cubs fan no, anymore. I know, I know. Ruined everything. The lovable losers thing. It just went out the window after that. But uh, but the Cardinals have been good for a long time, Tom. You know, they, they keep coming back, don't they? Yes, they have. More championships than any other team in baseball, except, of course, the Yankees. Yep, that's right. All right. So, you know, congrats on that one. You know, you and George Yankees Brown and a lot of other people. Well, yeah. luckily, we're a football show. Yeah, we are. Right. We have some really great <laughs> games. You're reeling us back in. That's right. What Andrew is saying is this was about to be the lowest rated program ever. <laughs> 
<laughs> in the history of Skybox. That's, right. That's what he was That's right. We're a roundabout friend. saying. Right, right. And uh, we have some really great games this afternoon. What, uh, Meredith, what, what game are you looking at that you you're You know what I'm excited, excited about? about, and it's not an afternoon game, but Oklahoma Texas versus Texas, that's going to be a good one. I'm oh, really yeah. looking forward to that. The fact um, that they play that at 11 a.m. is just silly. I, yeah. I really think Jalen, well, I have some thoughts on this that I'll save until we get there, but right. I think Jalen, that time frame is not going to work for him. I think we'll see him pick it up in the second half because okay. I think he's going to be a little asleep for a while. <laughs> and, I'm uh, going to disagree with you because really? Jalen was in my 9 a.m. class okay. and oh, he was always on time. Well, so I'm going to disagree with you about that. That's Mary. some serious info. Well, right? That's some good info right there. Yeah. Chris yeah. Owens, one of our offensive linemen, was in was in my class when I think Jalen was in your class down the hall. And Jalen would come and they would like congregate in the classroom for a few minutes. And um, I was more fixated. I'm not going to lie, everybody. I am a woman, and those are the things that I think about sometimes. Not that all women do, but. I just wanted to give him a new ponytail holder every time I saw him. This is when he would wear the rubber band in the hair to keep it all back, you know, and it was just driving me nuts because it was rubber band and I just felt like someone who's representing Alabama should, you know, do better and mm-hmm. I always wanted to offer him accessorizing help. <laughs> but I never did. Yeah. I kept it. I kept my mouth closed. What well, else you're a full service journalism instructor. That's I mean, right. yeah, you, you know, you're worried about their uh, you're the you're the fashion cop as well as their instructor. And I, I do. like that. That's I, good. I told you the other day I you was know? teaching architecture, I was teaching poetry. Yes. There's all kinds of things that happen in journalism That's class. Good. Andrew, what do you what are you looking forward to? Uh, I think the the obvious one on the board Western. for me is, um, well, I guess maybe not so obvious, the Florida LSU game. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at the picks from the Crimson White, uh, it's a pretty across the board except our girl Savannah Bullard, who's been <laughs> in the show before. Yep. Um, we'll get to the picks later, but I'll, I'll ruin hers. If you pick up a copy of the Crimson White, she's the only one that picked Florida. So yeah. shout out to you, Savannah, for being fearless. Savannah, that is a bold move. Yeah. Tom Savannah was our guest um, week two, I believe it was, and that's bold. Yeah, Florida. it's very bold. Uh-huh. Yeah. But Savannah's that kind of uh, student editor. She's very right. bold. She's very right. good. And she's uh, also very smart. She's very so smart. So don't discount that. Yet. No, I don't. I'm, I'm rethinking my pick now. You know, I don't know. I'm a, I was going to go the other way, I and believe. But I think, we'll uh, see later how that works out. Me as a Florida hater, I was hoping <laughs> that Auburn would, would crush them last week, and that didn't happen. So um, Florida's for real. I think they're getting the credit that they deserve. That defense was uh, unbelievable last week. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they play against LSU, who has – the most hyped team on planet Earth right now. So yes, Joe Burrow's going to win the Heisman. I know. We, know. We've, I know. Well, <laughs> I think Meredith thinks he is. I'm not really <laughs> I did, sure. I did early on. on. Now I'm on, I am on the Burrow train still, but we'll see. I, I'm yeah. still a little fancy. Speaking of Florida hating, I did tweet Instagram, Facebook, a photo this week of me and how I eat M&M's because when I eat a bag of M&M's, I will not, and Isabel will tell you, I will not eat back-to-bag blue and orange foods. I just won't do it. And so this is how the bag ends up. I'm showing them a picture oh, of the rest yeah. of my M&M's and it's I just the blue that. and orange ones at the yeah, bottom. That's a real problem I right really there. don't like I'm Florida. And so I'm on that train with you as far as the Florida hating. Although someone did say, a friend of mine who's a Mets fan said, go Mets. And I was like, well, okay. I had to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know there are therapists who can help you, Meredith. <laughs> no to be able to eat the blue and yeah. orange M&Ms at the bottom of the bag. This and is all food, not just M&Ms, you know. Yeah. Um, well, there are other big games, you know. Uh, the USC Notre Dame was yep. once a huge I'm game. Excited about uh, that one. Although I kind of find it hard to pick today. We'll talk about it. But, yeah. uh, you know, I sort of find that one. 
tough. Uh, we'll talk about, of course, Bama out at uh, Texas A&M today uh, coming up, but that's going to be a test for Bama, and uh, so that's it's kind of exciting day for that. You know, we'll see how it goes. I'm a little torn about Andrew's home team. We'll see when we get there. Uh, yeah. Army versus Western Kentucky. I'm, yeah. I'm still on the fence. Well, I can be WK three and zero Conference USA. I'm torn about even home. putting it on the, that game in here on the big. Board. Why, why would you bring that? Why would you bring that? That evil on here. Yeah. I, I, I used Western Kentucky whenever I used to pick on this show, pick them, I got it wrong every time. If I picked them to win, they'd lose. That's why Andrew all never wanted me to pick them to win. That's right. And that's his alma mater. Absolutely yes. lose. Yeah. That's right. Uh, but, you know, I think I actually they, – they haven't been as good lately. I mean, you no, know. Yeah, we, although, we've had it down a couple of years. So, so I've been actually – made the board as much. I picked them right a couple of times just because of that. But I, I bet I'm worried this week that this is going to jinx my entire picks. Right. This, this one game on there, Andrew, <laughs> your, your team. But we'll see. But that's a tough pick. It's it a is. tough pick. It is. Um, like we here on the Skybox, if you've been a longtime listener, you understand that we not only pick um, – we, we, we pick tough game. We – choose tough games to pick uh, but they're not always good games and West Kentucky and Army is one of those so um, there are a couple more like that on the board um, yeah you know the uh, well actually this is a pretty good week yeah. um, it's better than usual Maryland at Purdue not a great one mm-hmm. to be honest um, but uh, it'll be interesting to see how, how everybody picks that one. Uh, Mississippi State at Tennessee. They start here in a little bit. So uh, Tennessee is uh, has finally been ranked number 14 in the SEC Power Rankings. And Mississippi <laughs> State has um, not been as strong this year as they've been in the past few years. Uh, so it'll kind of be interesting to see how that one plays out. Y'all know I'm excited. Bama's still on top. After that bye week last week, we're still on top. So that's bye weeks throw me off. I really, I enjoy kind of the ability to sit back and watch other teams, but I miss my tide. I need them to play. Yeah, and they're two bye weeks this year, so they get this one and one coming up before the uh, LSU game. Well, look, let's take a short break. We're going to be right back with our special guest, Tom Ehrenberg. You're listening to Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. This is Mayor Walt Maddox, and you're listening to Skybox on 90.7 FM with Mark, Andrew, and Meredith. Welcome back to Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. We are honored to have with us today Tom Ehrenberg in the studio. Tom is an instructor of journalism and creative media, one of my colleagues and one of Mark's colleagues. And Andrew is just learning a whole lot about journalism on the show. That's right. <laughs> We're going to talk to Tom today um, a little about what he does now and what he's done in the past. Tom, you were the sports editor and news editor of the Birmingham News for quite a while. Um, and now you're teaching. So I'd love to hear a little about... What brought you to teaching, and what do you what do you love about well, the did, University of Alabama? I did work um, for the Birmingham News and for a little while for the Alabama Media Group for 35 years. Uh, loved the organization, loved my job, uh, but things changed with them, with me. And I like to tell people that I, I left because I was so unhappy with... <laughs> the changes in journalism that I was seeing at that organization. But that's actually a lie. We had a schedule matter that we couldn't work out and I decided that was a deal breaker. And um, so I uh, left that career uh, having no clue what I wanted to do next and ended up deciding to try college level teaching. And I based that decision a little bit on the fact that I had coached and mentored a lot of young journalists over the years, and I enjoyed it. 
but primarily I thought about teaching because I decided of all the fields that I might possibly work in, and believe me, there were not a lot that I was qualified <laughs> for, um, of all the fields, this one would probably engage less in age discrimination. Oh, because I was yeah. really yeah. old. Right, right. Um, so I uh, I'm came. sorry. Tom just made me old. I'm older than Tom. That just made me really old. <laughs> I don't know. It's all Didn't about mean to do that. Tom. I'm Didn't just mean kidding. to do I'm that. With you. I don't think of you as really old is the thing. Like, Tom does not seem old at well, all. Well, thank so. you. Thank you for that. You so when you tell him, people but... you're 35, you're not telling the truth? <laughs> No. I'm learning something about you. Here. I didn't, I didn't right. know that. Um, so that was That's my choice. Though. That was my choice. I came here to the University of Alabama as a student, uh, got my master's degree. Um, they liked my work uh, in the classroom and were gracious enough to find a job for me. So that's what I'm doing. And you and Mark had classes together. We did. We had master's classes together. And, and I have uh, to stop you know. and give a shout out to Mark if you don't mind me hijacking. Please do. Because <laughs> he just successfully defended his thesis and that's a big deal. And we're It really is a big deal. I know how hard that is. <laughs> I appreciate it's outstanding. That. Thank you. Thank you. I've enjoyed the whole process. It's been work. A lot of work. Uh, especially when you got a day job. But uh, it's been great. And the, the school here is fantastic. I mean everybody uh, they make you earn it. They do. I mean, they do? They definitely make you earn it, but I've learned a lot, and I, I really have. I came into this thing, and I've had this long career in journalism. I know everything about journalism. I didn't know everything about journalism. <laughs> I found the same thing. Um, yeah. I had moments where I wondered, am I really going to learn anything new? Right. And the answer was, oh, yes, and yeah. hell yes. yes. I was going to learn a lot new, Right. despite being in the field for so long. It's true. It was great. Yeah, I think so, it's wonderful. What do, do you enjoy being in the classroom? Is there anything you miss about newsrooms? Pretty much no. <laughs> um, you know, occasionally when there's a big story, you kind of wish you were working on it. Um, I certainly miss getting to work with and collaborate with um, some really outstanding journalists, and the, the list that I got to work with was enormous. Um, but I was surprised at how little I missed it. Um, sometimes whether it's journalism or a different field, you leave the field and you are surprised that there's a different life out there. You are surprised how little you miss it. And that was kind of my case. Interesting, yeah. So when you, I have to travel back though, when you were at the Birmingham News and Alabama Media Group, what was one of the, tell us a couple of the more memorable stories or memorable moments that you had, whether sports or news or what do you, what, what were some of the more memorable things that you well, had to Well, um, one very memorable thing that, that we went through um, that I th it's safe to say I think that almost no other news organization has ever gone through before is we had four consecutive national college football champions <laughs> from our state. That's uh, cool. We had yeah. um, 2000... 9, 2010, 2011, and 2012. Alabama three times and Auburn once. And so that was a huge <laughs> um, investment of effort and journalism and work and sweat. And it was um, a unique situation, not necessarily because of anything we did, but you don't have states that win four college national championships in football four years in a row. But we, uh, we had that in our state, and we covered the heck out of that. And so that was memorable. I imagine at some point you start running out of, out of sports metaphors, you know, <laughs> ways to describe the game, things to do. And I think at one point when you 
it may still be there. Y'all correct me if you know. But at one point when you drove into the state of Alabama, I can't remember from which side, there's a sign that said four-time, co- you know, four-time college champions, and then they had the years listed. I don't know oh. if that's still there because it's a little removed at this point. Well, if it's still there, it's a lot larger than it used to be. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Well, so um, other memorable things? I'm putting well, um, no, that's fine. That's fine. On the news side, of course, um, I was um, asked to be in charge of our coverage of the aftermath of the April 27, 2011 state of Alabama tornadoes. Um, obviously, in our community, we tend to think of it as the Tuscaloosa tornado, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It was... Um, devastation throughout the state. Um, So I devoted, a group of us devoted a full year or more to covering the aftermath of the tornadoes. I thought that was good work and important work. That was a memorable assignment for me also. So I know that you're from St. Louis, and you so you're you're transplant like like many people are. Um, have you? And when, I also know when you're a sports editor, or a sports reporter, you can declare no allegiance to teams. You can't wear sports paraphernalia outside the office. You can't you know certainly can't root in the press box for anybody. Um, now that you're out and you know you're out of the system and you're done with that, who who do you openly root for? Do you do you choose Alabama? Uh, people ask me that quite a bit. Uh, that no, a long no, I no, I don't. I I, I can't do that. Uh, my it's such an ingrained habit. After yeah, thirty five years, yeah. I just yeah. um, I'm, I I tell my students. I know this sounds horrible, but I tell my students: if you want to ruin your enjoyment of sports, become a sports writer. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Sense. You're right. And I, that is true. And so. Um, no, I, I, I mean, I prefer Alabama win. I don't really care if they win. I, I really don't root for the Crimson Tide just because of the ingrained habit of being objective and neutral and having to not care. Um, now, I do very much root for my student athletes, so if I, who, who yes. are students of mine. Um, so if they're on the field, I am rooting for them as hard as I can. But, right. but um, uh, on the collegiate level, um, I'm still kind of a... <laughs> Well, agnostic, I guess. I'm crying on the inside, Tom. (laughs) Sorry. No, that that brings up a question. What do you think about the state of sports journalism and journalism in general, then? From from what you see, you were in the career a long time, you're teaching now, and what do you you see it? How do you see it going? Well, I I think I see it going in the wrong direction. Um, I'm talking about sports journalism uh, in particular now. I feel like there's a number of trends that are working against quality sports journalism. First of all, you have the economic problems. Newsrooms are shrinking. Sports departments are not immune to that. You have fewer people out doing the job, and that's inevitably going to translate into poor quality, in my view. You have another trend of increasingly restricted access. Sports teams, whether they're collegiate or pro, um, are clamping down, shutting down. They're just not interested in sharing stories. Um, That's a problem for quality sports journalism. There's still some very excellent journalism, sports journalism being done. I I don't think it's enough. Um, I think there's a little too much fandom in the world still of sports journalism. That doesn't mean they're not some outstanding sports journalists. There are. Yeah. 
on a local level and on a national level. Well, you made a good point, too, that it seems like colleges uh, are brands now, you know, in terms of their sports, in terms of really everything. But uh, but it's a it's it's changing in, in, in terms of access. You know, that's controlled more. Uh, not just here, but everywhere. You know, everywhere. It's controlled uh, by colleges and universities. And colleges and universities and pro teams have so their own websites now, their own social media channels. They're going directly to fans. They don't need the local media anymore. They maybe need the national media for recruiting purposes. They don't need the local media anymore. That's a problem. Right. All right. You mentioned your student athletes and cheering them on, and uh, you told us earlier Jalen Hurts was one of your one of your athletes. Uh, how do you how do you feel about him defecting <laughs> over to Oklahoma? And uh, I'm also curious on your thoughts about college athletes getting paid. Yes. Um, what's going on in California right now? Yeah. Um, during my time as the sports editor at the Birmingham News, we did what I felt was very good and extensive coverage of this issue. Uh, I consider it an issue of exploitation of athletes. Um, I have no problem whatsoever with what Jalen did. Uh, I understand um, loyalty to school and to team. I do understand that. Just as soon as the coaches start showing some loyalty to team and school, then maybe we can expect the athletes to show some loyalty to team and school. Um, I had no problem whatsoever with what Jalen did, and um, I am in favor of more benefits for college athletes. Um, the latest uh, California law that allows them to make money through endorsements and other forms of income, I'm very much in favor of this. Um, I'm in favor of anything that causes the NCAA to squirm. Mm. I think the NCAA is a fraud, and I'm oh, Tom's coming to fight. Yeah, today. I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy right. to see the trend. I'm happy to see the trend. <laughs> well, you know, I had a student just uh, the other day mention she's on. Uh, one, I won't uh, just. I, I didn't ask her permission to identify her. So, but she's on a, a team here, and she said that you know I didn't realize that they can't even be paid for. Uh, I guess if I thought about it, I would have. But I, they can't even be paid if they go consult or or mentor a student like a high school student if one of the college athletes. On one of the other programs, you know, she's not on the, you know, she's not on, she's one of the, I'll have to identify her program. But anyway, she's on a program that doesn't get as much publicity as some of the others. But she's been asked to, you know, for consulting. They People would pay her consulting fees in her sport to consult young kids. And she can't do that. She can't be paid for that. So she does it, but she does it for free uh, because of the rules. And so, and those are, you know, I understand those rules, the compliance rules. That if there are rules, everybody needs to comply to those rules. But at the same time, is that fair? I mean, is that fair for the student athletes? Um, you know, well, I remember so when it was worse. I remember, I mean, what we're seeing today, is the NCAA loosening up a lot of its rules, which it is doing to save its fanny right. because it figured out <laughs> how much trouble it's getting in. Right. And it figured out we need to start doing some concessions or we're going to start getting called on the carpet by Congress, by others. Um, and, and so they're trying to stay ahead of the horde and, and they're losing they're losing. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's going to get really interesting 
with this California mm -hmm. uh, legislation. I mean, it's really about to get serious and interesting. And uh, Tom, I know you teach ethics. I'm teaching one of the ethics classes. And, and I've encouraged some of the students in that final presentation, you know, that they do to deal with this issue. I, I'd love to know more about it and what athletes. Uh, and so a couple of athletes in there are actually going to uh, do this, uh, you know, within the context of the program. So I think ethically, you know, taking a look at these issues is interesting coming up in sports. In my section of ethics, we have some current events discussions, and the students wanted to talk about the California law. Yeah. And there's very much split opinion. Yeah, yeah, there is. It's going to be. It's going to get really interesting. I mean, uh, and you know, they're 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 good opinions on both sides. I understand it. You know, Tim Tebow, y'all may have seen the video he did. Really adamant about don't pay them, don't pay them, and their people just came out of the woodwork to say to criticize him and privilege and all sorts of things that they talked about with him. So there are there's some there's some this is a hot button issue. It I is. mean, it's it's going to get really crazy here. And and you know, my view is it's journalism. It should get crazy. It should be debated. It should be open and transparent. You know, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Well, I think this is a good time for a break. Thank you, Tom, for sharing all your thoughts and feelings. <laughs> Boy, Thank Tom you. came good fight, with some fighting words today. Um, we'll be back after this break. You're in the Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. Hey, I'm Paul Feinbaum, my favorite station in the world, 90.7 the capstone. Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. Well, it's time for our fearless picks for the week. We uh, mentioned a few games earlier that we're excited about, but we are kicking off our picks with maybe one of the hottest games of the day. Starts here in a little bit. We have Oklahoma versus Texas. Uh, I know there was a tweet or there was a story out this week about a, a Texas safety who said that, you know, Jalen uh, might not be able to handle the, the Red River rivalry because, you know, he, he you know, the, the uh, Iron Bowl's not as not as intense or anything like that, which we yeah. think is laughable. Um, so I hope Jalen scores about 300 points yeah, on yeah. Texas, yeah. and I think Oklahoma's going to do it. For me, Lincoln Riley's offense, he's an absolute genius. He's come out and said that he wouldn't take the Redskins job. They're going to be fired up, and uh, I'm, I'm taking the Sooners. I am too, and it's not just Jalen. I mean, it is Jalen, but, like, he um, – you know, I've heard a lot of – I, I do think it's going to be close. I do think Texas will give them a run for their money. I really do. Um, I think Jalen has that ability to do, like, really, you know, those designed run plays. The man's got some lower body strength. You remember the the videos that oh, yeah. Oklahoma State tweeted out, like, right, or excuse me, not Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, right after he went there, of him lifting in the, in the weight room. And I feel like he... The phrase, act like you've been there, he has been there. He has been to national championships. I don't think he's going to have a lot of trouble with this, but I do think maybe at the beginning Texas will give him a run for money. We'll see. Yeah. What about you, Tom? Well, my son is a student at Texas, and I listened to him tell me how overrated Texas is, <laughs> as, as I told you. And he goes to the games. And as I uh, told you, I root for my former student athletes, so I root for Jalen. I'm going Oklahoma big on this one. Got it. 
I'm the same. I'm going for uh, Oklahoma big, and uh, I agree. Uh, hey, Andrew, I do hope Jalen scores 300 I points. I do. <laughs> uh, Me too. It, it would be kind of amazing. <laughs> I do think it'll but, be a high scoring but, all the way around. But, I'm, but I also agree with you, Meredith, a little bit about I think it might be a little slower start. Texas will be fired up for this game, you know, uh, and it is uh, – uh, the Red River rivalry is 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 tough. Uh, not as tough as the Iron Bowl. Let's just put that on the record right, right here. But uh, no matter what the criticism of Jalen was, uh, but I think uh, I think it's a close in the beginning. It'll be kind of a real battle. But Oklahoma will just wear them out on offense as yep. it goes. Through. I'm mostly impressed that both of you said Red River rivalry without messing. That's hard to oh, say. Yeah, like Red hard. River I rivalry. I think they've I can't actually I changed. Haven't they changed the name of that? I shouldn't. I don't that. think I don't so. Know. I, I think they did. But yeah, um, the Red River game. Or something Texas weird like that. State oh, Fair is no. going on down there right now. You yeah. get fried everything. Exactly. I feel like maybe we need a road trip now that I'm thinking about I'm it. I'm in on that. <laughs> I'm in uh, Come in. Well, all right. Still at 11 a.m., we have South Carolina at Georgia. Uh, what, do, what do we think for that game? <laughs> Apparently, I'm looking at the big board. I picked Garogia, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. whatever that is. But I meant to pick Georgia. Um, I'm not sure what happened there. I don't think that's going to be a very interesting game to watch. I agree. I think Georgia's going to roll. Yep. What do you think, Tom? Georgia's just too good. Georgia will win that one. Yep. Yep, I agree. I think Georgia uh, Georgia will blast them. That won't be close. And they're at home. Yeah, yeah. I love that Andrew said, and I am guilty of this too, Georgia's going to roll. I've noticed a lot of people from Alabama, when talking about any team, will say they're going <laughs> to roll, even though it's not Alabama. Right, right. Uh, well, here is another 11 a.m. game. We have Mississippi State at Tennessee. Uh, game of the day, some are calling it, in the studio here. Um, <laughs> I, some, quote, some, some unquote. We're some. Right. Well, I don't know. Uh, so I'm going to pick Mississippi State as much as I want Tennessee to win. Um, they're just not good enough to win the game. So I'm going with the Bulldogs. Well, I know of Jeremy Pruitt from his days as an assistant at Hoover High School. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Tennessee fans have discovered what I knew when Jeremy Pruitt was hired. They made a big mistake. Oh, I'm taking oh. Mississippi State. Snap. Wow. Snap. I'm also taking Mississippi State. And it, I laughed when I did it because in a world in which Mississippi State isn't that great, and I still have to pick them to win over Tennessee, it's just, I, again, I'm in the upside down, y'all. I can't yeah. get it all straight. I, I, I want Tennessee to be good again so I can look forward to the third Saturday in October. Well, I lost my mind this week a little bit and actually thought about picking Tennessee You've been reading game. too much vault. Uh, too much vaultnation.com, uh, <laughs> you know. And, um, but, you know, Mississippi State's going to win this game. Tennessee's not good at football. I think um, – uh, you know, I but they're home. They showed a little life against the in the first half against Georgia last week. So that's kind of what I was thinking. But uh, uh, no, and you know, Mississippi State's not. Uh, this is not a Mississippi State team that we've seen in the past years. So it's a really good team. Uh, they're not that good, but I think they're definitely good enough to beat Tennessee and, and even in Knoxville. This is yeah. one of those games that just makes me like make pulls to the forefront of my mind how concerned I am about some of the SEC teams. Yes. Just the yes. SEC in general. Absolutely. Uh, another 11 a.m. game, we have Maryland at Purdue. Um, what are y'all thinking for this one? Well, it's on the Big Ten Network, and I won't be watching it. I don't even get the Big Ten Network. <laughs> I couldn't care less about this game, but it is, it's kind of a tough pick. It is a uh, tough pick. But uh, I'm going to go with uh, Purdue. I feel like that's a fearless pick, Mark. You do? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Purdue is uh, one in what, five yeah, right now? but one they're home. Four. And, you know, they, they, that offense we've talked about right. eventually has got to show up right. a little bit, right? I actually uh, think Maryland's going to win this one as bad as – I think I've picked Purdue every time I've been in the studio since Jeff Brom's been the coach. But I'm going with Maryland. All right. You have actually always yeah. gone with yep. Brom. 
Tom, what do you think? I believe I'm right. Drew Brees is no longer the quarterback <laughs> at Purdue. <laughs> I'm going with Maryland. There you right. go. There we go. I'm going with Purdue. I actually started this one as one that I could possibly be swayed on, but I changed my mind because I remember that Maryland got thwacked by Penn State. You know, they didn't score a single point. What was it, like 52, 59, 50-something yeah, to zero? They started out really good. They beat Didn't they beat Texas in the beginning? What's that? They did start this out year or last year, better anyway. this yeah. year. I, but, no, I'm sticking with Purdue. I just can't do it. Sticking with Purdue. All right, we're going to skip Alabama for now and move on to Florida State at Clemson, y'all. Ah, yeah, this is going to be good. So Clemson no longer at the top of the top no. of the rankings. No. And I remember Trevor Lawrence this week, I think it was this week, said something about how he's glad they're not at the top. He pulled what I call a Nick Saban several years ago when we weren't number one. And Trevor Lawrence said he's he's glad they're not number one anymore. Now they can just focus on improving. Yeah. And I think Nick had said something similar. Um, I know. The, I, the, I love this line with Clemson, and and it's kind of yeah. I got to say it happened here too. But you know this we're being disrespected. We're we're number two. Yeah. Like yeah, really. Like yeah. that's not really disrespect. Right. Uh, but they'll they're using it as motivation. And Dabo went off on a big rant like mm, yesterday did. or whenever when somebody asked him if uh, you know if his quarterback had had an MRI. And he did. And he went off on a, on a rant about it, but Clemson's, they're not playing on all cylinders right now. Yeah. I, I still think they'll win this one, though. This is uh, Florida State showing some signs of life, but Clemson will run away with this at the end, I believe. He did have that MRA on his shoulder, and yeah. I'm concerned, but still. Yeah, he'll be still, okay. Yeah, he'll be fine. Clemson's still going to be Florida State. Yeah. yeah, and I know Dabo Sweeney going back to his Pelham high school days, so that's how old I am. If Dabo, go, is, if Dabo is smart, he will run up the score on Florida State, and he should be <laughs> able to do that. And honestly, I usually am against running up the score, but he need, they need to run up the score on yes, Florida State after, after this week. So I'm also going with Clemson. I don't think my guy Willie Taggart's going <laughs> to last. So, um yeah. Next right. up, we're at uh, Michigan State at Wisconsin. I'm not going to lie. Y'all know every week. I just, even on the big board, I just wrote cheese. I know. I love that. Wisconsin when you say is my team. On the big board. But I also, yeah. I mean, I, I genuinely think they're going to win, even though I do like yeah. cheese a lot. Yeah. One, of my, one of my good buddies, his name is Ryan Owen. He uh, works at the rec with me, um, and he's a personal trainer. And he went to Wisconsin. He's a Badger. And we were actually working out yesterday, and he told me that uh, Wisconsin always struggles with two teams, Northwestern and Michigan State. Uh, I think Wisconsin is going to win this game because they're really good this year, but I believe they struggle a little bit, even at being at home. So that's my Wisconsin insight for you All guys. Right. All right. Who you got, Tom? I got Wisconsin. I got Wisconsin, too. They're home, and Camp Randall's hard to play in, and uh, they're better than Michigan State. Uh, all right, next up we got uh, Washington State at Arizona State, and I'm shocked this game's not starting at midnight. How is this game not starting at 2 a.m., Mark? I know. This is this is normally the late-night game. I can't imagine they're not playing this, uh, you know, 2.30. That's uh, that's about uh, 12.30. Speaking of athletes who will have trouble waking up. Yes. <laughs> all yes. of them. Right. Absolutely. There's so, going to be uh, five turnovers in the first quarter. <laughs> there will be. So who have y'all got? Uh, you know, the, the Pirate uh, Leach has been uh, a little quieter than usual, I believe. Although he did badmouth his players a couple weeks ago. Yeah, Throw him under the bus big time. This is tough. It's uh, The line's one and a half, yeah, it's real close. which basically means it's a pick em. I'm going to take Arizona State since they're at home. Um, the predicted scores are really close, so I'm going with Herm and his bunch. That's exactly what I did and exactly the same reason, because they're at home. I had a really hard time with this right. one because it is so close. I was on campus at Arizona State a couple of months ago. Beautiful campus based on nothing other than that. I'm with Arizona hey, State. That's good I, enough for I us, I went Tom. with Colorado based on the state last week, I believe. So, absolutely. Again, uh, I'm going Arizona State, too. We'll just make it a 
Oh, there we go. Light, uh, well, that mean that makes me want to ch- uh, to change, but that's okay. There we go. All right. Yeah, okay. I know because when we all go with something, right. we're usually all wrong. Right. Okay. All right. Next up, we've got uh, Cincinnati at Houston. Who you got? I am in on the Cincinnati Bearcats this year. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna come out and say it. I love to see them uh, beat up on UCF last week. Uh, I was locked in last Friday night watching that game, and uh, I'm I think the the Bearcats are better than Houston, so I think they're gonna win. This is one of my upset picks. Houston will win this game. That's a fearless pick, Tom. There we go. That is fearless. There we go. I'm not fearless. I'm also going with Cincinnati. (laughs) I'm going with Cincinnati, too. Uh, Although I wouldn't mind missing this and seeing Houston uh, come back. I don't don't have a horse in this race. Uh, Cincinnati has been playing really well. But uh, Houston can be tough. So, anyway, I think that's a fearless pick. Uh, okay, we've got uh, just a, another minute here, but until uh, we break, but let's do Texas Tech and Baylor real quickly. Who y'all? Who have you got? I'm going Baylor. I've liked them all year. Their defense is really showing some things, I think. So I'm going to stick with Baylor for this one. Yeah, I'm in with Baylor. Yeah, Baylor's five and zero, ranked number twenty two in the, in America. So I'm going with Baylor as well. I think they go, keep it going. Yeah, I'm going to go with Baylor too. The Bears are. Uh, hey, aren't they? They're doing a little better. Again. Yeah, they're good. They're they're, 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 picking they're coming up back and they're at home. Uh, and, you know, that's still a pretty new stadium. Right. I don't know what that's got to do with them winning, but I think they will win, so yeah. we'll see. Well, look, let's take uh, another short break, and we'll be right back here in the Skybox on 90.7, the Capstone. Hi, I'm Sarah Patterson, and you're listening to the Skybox on 90.7, the Capstone. Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone, and we're making some fearless picks. We're about halfway through our picks, and uh, I think uh, we're going to go back. We're going to start back here with Iowa State and West Virginia. It's a game I won't be watching, but... But who y'all got on this? Who you got? But Mark. Yeah, I, I this pains me because I picked Iowa State, and I say that because you know I don't like going against Nick Saban territory, West Virginia, um, his home state. So I just, but I just don't think they can do it. So I'm sticking with Iowa State. There we go. I'm with you, Meredith. I have Iowa State winning on the road. What about you, Andrew? Yeah, I'm also going to go with Iowa State. Um, I don't feel good about it, but that's 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 where we're at at this point. Yep. All right, we got. Uh we got another one here. Uh, I was going to say, uh, I was going to a little satire. This is a huge game coming up. But actually, for these two teams, this is a huge game. Ole Miss at Missouri. It's uh, a huge game. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Mark. it is for them. So, uh, you know, Andrew, I'm shocked you're not on the Skybox jet going to that game. Uh, you're, you're right. That's a fair That's a fair point as often yeah. as I go to these SEC, right. um, these, these random places. But I think Missouri's, I think Missouri's going to win. They're a 12-point favorite. Um, they're four and one, and they are rolling. Ole Miss has got a little bit of uh, they got a little bit of momentum after last week, whooping up on Vanderbilt. But the Missouri Tigers are a better football team. So Missouri's getting better rapidly. They're at home. I'm from St. Louis. Missouri <laughs> will win this. There we go. There you go. Yeah, I'm picking Missouri as well. Even though anybody who knows me knows that I have a whole soapbox about how they do not belong in the SEC. And yep. I, so it hurts, but I'm picking them anyway. And Ole Miss, just, I, I've said it from the beginning. They're not that – I've not been impressed well, at all this One thing year. I can't figure out is why they're in the SEC East. Yeah. Anybody tell me that? I, I can't. Yeah. I don't know. Because Texas A&M is farther west. Yeah, okay. There we go. <laughs> yeah, I guess all right, it. guess so. Uh, uh, 
All right, Army, uh, Andrew, this is this Ooh, is, uh, this is your time. game, my friend. Yep. Uh, you're, a, uh, you're a loyal uh, Western Kentucky alum, and who you got in Army well, in West Virginia? you're putting me in a bad spot here, Mark, because yep. if we were off the air, I would say Army's going to win, but uh-huh. now that we're on there, I, can, uh, right. I, can't, I can't go against my Hilltoppers. There you uh, go. I think we're going to win. We're at home. Um, hopefully Army is jet-lagged or whatever, and they're tired, and we whoop up on them. They've probably been doing <laughs> drills. They probably are tired. Right. You know, they're defending our country. Right. I mean, Shout-out to all my WKU guys and uh, gals that are working the game. All my best friends still work there. So great. I know they're going to be working hard. Good. I-, I was on the fence about this one until I spoke with Andrew about the home crowd and what that's like. So I'm keeping Army on the board. That's, that's fair. <laughs> I had that's Army, fair. and I'm going to keep Army after I heard about uh, WKU's home, t- home crowd. Excuse me. Tom, what about you? Uh for out of respect for Andrew and out of respect for Michael Casagrande, my former oh, reporter yes, who yes. covers University of Alabama for AL.com, I am picking Western Kentucky. I, I don't know, know Michael, but I obviously follow him on Twitter because he works for AL.com yeah. and he's a WKU guy. So shout out to you, Michael. I didn't know yeah. he was a WKU yeah. guy. Fantastic. He tweets about WKU a lot. It's, it's, I'm learning new things. Well, he's pretty funny. I'd like to go with WKU too. And you know, Andrew, I'm going to get it wrong, so I'm picking Army. Thank which you, Mark. I appreciate win, my exactly. friend. So I'm doing you a favor here. I'm not picking your team. Therefore, they've got a great chance of winning. I'm going to go with Army. I appreciate that. There we go. All Next right. game is Fresno State at Air Force. I'm all military all the time. This time I'm going Air Force. Air Force really, really let me down last week. Um, I'm going with I'm going with Air Force. I think they bounce back. They're in Colorado Springs for this one. So I'm going with the Falcons. I'm going with the Air Force as well. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to disagree with uh, with you three. I'm going uh, I'm going with Fresno That's State. That's a smart move, honestly. Well, I don't, you know, it is uh, Fresno State. You know, they they've got a they generally have a good offense. They haven't been as strong this year as they were last year. They uh, but I think that they got a great program. And uh, anyway, I think they're just enough to to beat Air Force uh, in Colorado Springs. We'll see. Okay. All right. USC at Notre Dame. Big game here. Who you got? Yeah, I'm picking Notre Dame. They're they're only favored by what something like ten or something like that. It's, it's ten not, and a half. Ten and a half. Thank you. Um, I am just. I feel like they're getting momentum. They've got. They're. You know, I always think of Notre Dame and Penn State, which is the next game we're going to talk about, as these like really old guard, great football teams. And it's. I'm happy right. to see them kind of making a comeback. And I do think it's going to be close, but I do think you they can beat USC. <laughs> The new California law hasn't kicked in yet. I'm going to go with Notre Dame. Uh, there you go. I'm also going with the Fighting Irish. Uh, I'm going to go with Notre Dame, although I wanted to go with USC. I kind of, you know, I want this to, uh, I want USC to get back strong again. Bama plays them in the opening game next year again. And uh, right. I'm looking, I, I want them to end the season strong. So that's a big, big game. That's my motivation behind this other than that. But I think Notre Dame's got the better team and especially at home. So yep. we'll see. Anyway, let's see how that rolls. Uh, Penn State at Iowa. This is a big game in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm going with Penn State. They uh, they're 24/7 aired on HBO uh, this week, and it was phenomenal. And I am always the type of person who definitely gets bought in if I watch Hard Knocks or something a uh, documentary. I'm right. brought into the team, so right. I think Penn State's going to win. Uh, James Franklin has built a really great culture there, and they are five and zero, and I think they're going to be six and zero after today. I'm with Andrew. Y'all know I used to cover Penn State uh, uh, when I was a reporter up in Pennsylvania, and I 
I just people have a soft spot that, for them. <laughs> yeah, people forget <laughs> that about you. A, do they really? Or are you being sarcastic? Yeah, um, I, I, I honestly, I forgot. That's why I said that. <laughs> I did. <laughs> so have people a soft, do. Yeah, I have go. a soft spot for Penn State. I do. Um, and so I'm sticking with them. All right. Well, Meredith, since you brought it up, I wrote some Iowa Hawkeye stories when I was a reporter oh, in sad. Iowa. Um, Kirk Ferentz is maybe the most overrated coach in college football. <laughs> I do not know how he still has a job. I love but it. But he has a habit of following a poor performance with a good performance. This is my second uh, upset pick. Uh, Iowa will win this game. Interesting. We may have to step outside later and settle this. This Kurt is interesting. Ferentz, you know, you're right. It's amazing. He still has a job, but he's probably got the most secure job in the country. The guy, yeah. they just don't care, do they? I mean, they you know, they, they, he, he, he'll win eight, nine games. They're happy. He goes to a they're happy. It's just that's the way they are. In I Iowa. do remember Hayden Fry, but yep, I know. Kirk Ferentz is apparently good enough for Iowa at this yeah. point. Well, that's a great pick. I, I, I'm, I'm going to stick uh, with Penn State, but I think that's a fearless pick, and uh, you might get that one right, too. We'll see. All right. Uh, the Okay, the Fighting George Browns uh, <laughs> in Minneapolis take on uh, – Nebraska, and uh, y'all know from this show, I'm no big Nebraska fan. I am not buying into the hype that they're back. Well, nobody's really saying they're back yet. All oh, the their way. fans are. Well, they're, they're saying divided. they're coming back, but I think they got a. I think they're the Tennessee of that conference. I, I think Nebraska is going to be a lot tougher yeah. to bring them back with Scott that Frost than people believe. Scott Frost did great at UCF. I want to see him prove it at a, at a Power Five team, and so far, I'm not impressed. I'm way. going with uh, I'm going with Minnesota as well. I think we're rowing the boat today. So, yep, Minnesota. yeah, I'm sticking with that as well. I don't buy the Scott Frost hype, and I've although the fans really they are, they're buy. so divided. They some are. of them though, like I see this back and forth on Twitter consistently. They either really buy in or they're super thoughtful about how many years it's going to take to build up things. Well, it's all I they just, have, Meredith. So I know. I, I feel a little it's bad. It's rich for them. coming from us, I guess. I'm yeah. a Minnesota uh, all the way today. Well, with due respect to my friend, Professor Lars Anderson, I'm going with Minnesota <laughs> yeah. on this one. Yep. Lars is, uh, I can tell just from uh, his tweets, Lars is really uh, hyped up about Nebraska. But he's also a journalist and realistic. So. Well, he needs And he Lincoln. tells the truth. <laughs> I and mean, he has told the truth about yeah. the team he's seen on the field. That's it isn't true. good. He has. Yeah. He has. And that's sort of, I, I think Frost, Scott Frost, that's sort of what I'm saying. I think Frost is... I don't know. There's some questions creeping in. It's tough. It's tough. You know, that they, that program was down. But I think it's given all the great recruiting by other programs in that conference and other programs around the country, where does Nebraska fit in? It's hard to jump back into where they were, you know, uh, 30 years ago. So right. we shall see. Anyway. All right. We have Arkansas at Kentucky coming up. Meredith, I know, you're, I know who you're going to pick. I am so excited because I can unabashedly pick Kentucky and not even think about it. I, they're absolutely going to win this game. And I'm so excited to be picking them and actually thinking they'll win. <laughs> I, I agree. I'm actually picking the cats as well. Tom, yeah, what are you thinking? I'm going to go with Arkansas, and I'm oh. not sure why. I just... Over the, years, I, it, huh? over the years, I've seen the level of Kentucky football. That's fair. i got to go with Arkansas. All right. I'm going with uh, Kentucky just because they're home. I don't care really who wins this game, but uh, I'm going with, uh, with Kentucky just because they're home. But Arkansas is... Uh, <laughs> 
you know, their program's down. Kentucky's not as good this year as I thought they'd be. I kept picking <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, I'm a little And I kept losing with them. So, yeah. uh, But I'm going with them again since they're home. I think we'll the Florida loss really killed their momentum. I'm yeah, sure. Before you're being right. honest. You're um, right. Speaking of teams at home, Louisville at Wake Forest, that's why I pick Wake Forest on this yep. one. Because uh, the deciding factor for me was that they're home. I'm taking the Demon Deacons. I think Louisville will be good in the future. Uh, but uh, with Scott Satterfield as their coach, but it, this year is just not their year. Yeah. Wake Forest will win, I believe. Yep, I'm, I'm with all of you. I think Wake Forest is uh, going to win. I think they'll uh, they'll just simply outscore them. They got a pretty good offense. I think they outscore them. Uh, all right, we've got just uh, about a minute to get this game, and we may have to continue this a little bit in the next sec- section. But Florida at LSU, this is a huge game. I'm going with LSU. It has been a very close game the past three or four years. Uh, Ever since, you know, the whole – I feel like ever since the whole hurricane debacle, would LSU come play Florida? Would Florida go there and play? I think Florida's had a chip on their shoulder. So, mm. I'm going with – I'm going with the Tigers, but it's going to be a it's gonna be a, 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 a dogfight. I was very impressed with what Florida did against Auburn, but I think LSU is just too good. My pick will be LSU. I think that's a good pick. Yeah, I was also impressed with Florida against Auburn. That, that actually hurt because I thought it would be a blowout. I really did. I thought mm. Auburn would blow them away. I'm going with LSU. They're favored by 13, and I'm, I'm thinking that's not enough. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going LSU, although I'm really anxious to see how, uh, how uh, LA, Florida's got a good defense. I'm anxious to see how the defense handles uh, our man Joe Burrow. I think Joe Burrow is now the, you know, all the hype. Right. Now we're going to start seeing if this is for real or not, and we'll get some indication this week. So, well, anyway, let's take a quick break. We're going to be back to finish a couple picks and talk about Bama out at Texas A&M. You're listening to Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. Hi, this is Eli Gold, the voice of the Crimson Tide, and I love 90.7, the capstone. And we're back. You're listening to Skybox on 90.7, the capstone. We're in the, the end of our picks, actually. And next up, you guys, is Utah at Oregon State. I'm going with Utah. I had high hopes for them at the beginning of the season, and they're kind of letting me down, but not much. Not enough to, to even remotely think about Oregon State beating them. What about you, Tom? Uh, I'm with uh, Utah. I think they're good. Uh, don't know much about Oregon State. Utah should win this one. I'm also not in Utah. The Utes. Yep, me too. Go Utes. I believe they win this one. Especially, uh, well, no, they're not at home. They're at Oregon State. They still win it out at uh, Oregon State. They're, uh, Utah's a good, strong program, and Oregon State's... Uh, I did actually pick them once. This, I don't know why uh, this, this season so far, but they're not that good at football. Uh, Washington and Arizona, uh, big uh, Pac-12 at night game. Mm-hmm. I think this one's going to be close. I really do, but I'm picking Washington to win this one. I've been impressed with them. Yep. I'm with you, Meredith. I think Washington will win this one on the road. Yep, I'm also going Washington. They're just a better football team. Yep, I agree. I agree. Huskies all the way on this one. So... All right, and then we got the big one for us. Yeah, Bama out uh, at A&M. Bama and uh, Crimson Tide and the Aggies. Who, uh, who you got? Y'all, come on. This is the... I, I <laughs> just don't even... Don't I even, know who you got. Texas A&M, <laughs> and I say this sarcastically, does not have a hard enough schedule. This is the second number one they played, right? They played... Clemson, mm-hmm. and now they us. They went to Clemson. They, they, they went to Clemson. Or maybe that was last year. I don't remember. They still have to mm-hmm. play... LSU in Georgia 
And I don't, I don't, are they sadists? What's happening over there? But I don't think we're going to, I think it'll be interesting in the first, I think it'll take a quarter or so to, for maybe a half for us to warm up and wear them down, but it'll happen. Yeah. I still worry about our defense and they're, I, this, I didn't call it a struggle last week. Now I'm going to call it a struggle. I still worry a little bit about that. What about you guys? Yeah, I, uh, I think we talk about this every year. Alabama's schedule is slowly starting to ramp up. Texas A&M, we have um, LSU towards the end of the season, and then obviously we'll end, we'll end with Auburn. So um, as the schedule ramps, ramps up, the, the games become more difficult. I think coming off a bye uh, will help the Alabama team. Obviously, Nick Saban's teams historically are really good off byes, and they're really good um, after extra time to prepare. Um, I don't. I don't think we. I think we need to to give uh, College Station and uh, the twelfth man a little credit here. It um, will be. It yeah. will be a ruckus environment. It will be exciting. Um, I still don't think that will trip up Bama too much. Um, my score prediction is going to be. I think. I think Bama scores a lot. I'm going to go uh, forty nine to. Uh, I think forty nine twenty three is is my final score. So, I forgot wow. my score prediction is forty four fourteen. That's. Uh, I think. It's I saw that on there, but I think yeah. that's a good one. Yeah. All right. Uh, Tom, what do you think? Uh, I think Texas A&M has a very good quarterback, but as a team, I think Auburn showed flaws in that team. I think Alabama is so good. I think the offense is so hard to stop. Uh, Alabama will win, um, we'll say, 31 to 17. There you go. All right. All right. Well, you know, Bama's offense, uh, you know, I, I think we all feel like they – whatever happens and the defense has some problems right now part of it began you know with injuries in the beginning of the season folks who haven't played at all uh, we knew the you know their linebacker situation some of the other things they've got great players though some of them are just really young but they yeah. they got great players that are coming along they're getting more experience they are giving up some points uh, you know Ole Miss was able to put up some points uh, but I think all of us feel like that Bama's offense is so good that they'll overcome any of that and that it ultimately won't be close. Uh, yeah, A&M's kind of a tough place to play. That stadium gets loud, uh, you know, and um, uh, I think they might. It's going to be interesting to see how Bama starts off, you know, and will Bama go for the juggler to begin with and really, you know, throw the deep ball and, you know, Bama does have the best receivers, I believe, in the country as a group, and uh, they're absolutely going to outscore. <laughs> yeah, I think to beat them, though, that Bama's going to have to keep it on the ground more. I just don't – I feel like they're waiting for that. They're they're waiting for Tua and his bombs. And <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, I think it's going to be rough for the first half, yeah. for sure. I like what you said, Mark, about getting the, the defensive guys uh, another game to develop. It Every snap that, that the young guys on defense play is going to – Ultimately, make them better, yeah. and so with this within this environment against a team, um, probably the, the best team that Alabama's played this year um, so far. It's not saying a lot. No, it's not. <laughs> Duke's not terrible, yeah, um, but I, I think it's just another game for those young guys to develop. The offense, we're clearly not worried about. Um, I'm, I'm curious to see if the offense t gets a couple, um, if, if they get stalled a couple times, if they get a couple, if they get taken out of the game with a couple three and outs, how they respond. I don't know if Texas A&M's uh, able to do that. I don't know their, their their defense really well enough, but it'll be interesting to see if, if if Alabama faces any adversity and if they do, how they handle that. Yeah, yeah, it will be. We'll and Meredith, see. I think Alabama does have a running game. If they got to switch to the running game, it'll be no problem. Yeah. I feel like yeah. um, 
Yeah, it'll. You know, you're talking about a lot about these young guys, these young defensive players, and I think that really bodes well for the future. Like, I'm excited. You oh, know, for let's sure. fast forward a couple of years and see what's happening. And it's great. It's a great place to be. But somebody, um, I told you a couple of weeks ago that a, a visitor from Texas asked me, "Is Alabama good?" And I, I hesitated. Always. Did you say and always? I did. I said, we're always. That's actually exactly what I said. I said, we're always good. But then I thought about it. And I've decided, just from what I've seen so far, and we're only now getting into our tougher games. But right. for an, I, with the huge qualifier for an Alabama team, they're not that good yet. I feel like by the end of the season, they will be. But you're right. It's like every snap they take, like it's, it's getting them closer to being there. Yeah. They're just not there yet. Well, I, I feel like, you know, the, yeah, I see what you mean. The defense particularly has had some, you know, they've, they've, they've been, they've been, they don't break. They, you know, they, these teams aren't scoring 40 points on them or anything. But I think uh, they're not as dominant in terms of pass rush, some of those other things as they have been, but they are coming along. Uh, but I do think the offense has operated on all cylinders. I think this is going to end up being – the best offense they've ever had. Yeah. Uh, part of it is they haven't. Tua rarely plays a whole game. You know, mm-hmm. they they blow people out, and then they tend to, uh, and then the other teams have tended to score on them late. You know, um, but I think this one being an away game, a big SEC game against a good opponent. Uh, we're going to see Tua play a lot, and I think they're going to. I think Bama's going to put up fifty something points, and I believe that. Uh, uh, you know, I'm going to say like 52 to 17, yeah. something like that. I, and I, 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 I think the offense is so good that we really haven't seen how good they are yet. But it's not like they're struggling any. They, they, they just kind of go at the level of. But you know, you see Saban talking about now running the ball more to give the defense a rest. I was going to say, and the say reason that, he's that, saying that's they score too fast. Yeah. That's really what he's saying. That's exactly right. You know, like Ole Miss scored 31 points. They got a couple gar- garbage TDs, but when Alabama's offense scores that quickly, the defense is going to get worn down and that's just that's the nature of the game that's that's part of the that's the part of the hurry up offense and that's part of high having such a high powered offense so um you know it, it it's it's it, it goes back and forth but Meredith you said that Alabama historically probably isn't as good as their yeah. the, the teams in the past the good thing Take is they don't have to be they have <laughs> to just right. be better than Clemson and Georgia exactly so, just yeah. one game uh, at or Ohio State Oklahoma those I think we all know those are the five teams that are one game at a time right. I'm also <clears throat> spoiled by Nick Saban I have been spoiled mm-hmm. by absolutely his. Oh, yeah. Ability to tolerate small mistakes, and they are making a lot of small mistakes. You know these personal fouls, like these things that are just ridiculous. You know, get it off the field. And I, I'm spoiled by him. And probably in the past, I wouldn't have been so hard on them. I've been amused in recent years when I hear journalists say every year, "This is the team that marks the beginning of Nick Saban's." decline uh, and yeah. they are never right nope. yes no. I, I i don't know what they what goes through the head but you're right it's so much fun to see them be wrong i think they just hope that you know what i mean they just hope they everybody they it's an age-old story everybody loves to see number one fall everybody loves to see a hero fall right and it's not nice but it's true <laughs> um it's true that people like it not that it's happening to us it will Definitely not happened to this Alabama team. So when I do talk about them not being that good, it's in a history. You know, let's take 100 plus right. years of Alabama football. I'm not talking about just recently. I'm taking it all into consideration. Sure. And absolutely. Mark is right. Once they get the defense uh, amped up, it'll be unstoppable. It'll absolutely be unstoppable. Right. I want to yeah. see that offense get pushed to the limit. I want to see them have to score the whole game. That, yeah. That's where I'm at. I, and I don't think we'll see that this weekend, fortunately, for the tide. But um, I, I, as a football fan, I look forward to. Alabama having to flex its offensive muscles for the whole game. Yeah, well, we're gonna I think see I, that, I say that in about a few weeks against uh, LSU. 
LSU. Then, I might yeah, not want we'll that. When, once we're in that situation, I might <laughs> be careful what you wish for. But we'll yeah, that's, that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. Well, Andrew, it's been great having you back in the studio I'm glad to be after back. your bye you. week last week. Right. And right. We've had a great guest, and Tom Ehrenberg, instructor of journalism and creative media. Thanks for being with us, Tom. Thank you for the invitation. That was a lot of fun, and I must say, easier than being on Fine Bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I had a great time. Thanks for being here. Uh, we'll see y'all next week, or excuse me, you'll hear us next week on Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Roll Tide.